0: Welcome to The Anchored Voice. This is a podcast helping men to anchor life. I'm your host, Dr. Phil Two. Welcome to the program. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is your host, Dr. Phil Two. And let's see, I have a little tag on my shirt my daughter gave me, okay, it says, hello, I'm Mr. Phil. So at home, uh, I am Mr. Phil, but today I am Dr. Phil too. So this is your program. This is the Anchored Voice, helping men to anchor life. And uh, today's subject is failing forward. Failing forward. Have you ever uh, failed at anything? I tell you what, I have. And we are going to get into that subject real soon because we want you to understand how to fail forward. McGuireware. Fashion your faith with things like I will not fear, I love Jesus, be a new person, be reinvented. Celebrating Black history and Hispanic heritage with Latino. Epic Revelation 17 Power of a Sound Mind and Always Stay Prayed Up You can find these in t-shirts and hoodies at www.epicwirent.com wear fashion your faith Thank you, everybody, for joining this program. This is a podcast, Helping Men to Anchor Life. And how do we anchor life when there is failure? Uh, Of course, I got this title from a book I read by uh, John Maxwell. Uh, The book is called Failing Forward. So uh, I'll give you a quote from that book. Uh, He says this, fail early, fail often, but always fail forward. I tell you, I've had a challenge with failing lately. Um, Actually, I have successfully failed at many attempts to do well. I've successfully failed at many attempts to do well. But I've learned how to now fail forward. I tell you, some of the struggles I've had. This is quarantine time, and uh, I've gotten into some home good uh, task here of painting the house. Now, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a pro, but I'm getting closer to that, but I have failed at a lot of, you know, this is a lot of blotches and glitches. I'm looking at the ceiling like, oh man, I did that. Oh boy. I'm going to have to tack that up a little bit later. Um, it took me about a half hour to 45 minutes to put up, uh, some blinds. I gonna lie. I, I, you know, it was simple. It was very simple. How do you take time? to put up some simple blinds. Well, what was happening was, uh, there was a part in that hook there where I had to uh, put the, the drill through. Number one, I picked the, a little thicker drill than my screw would have been necessary for. Uh, so that was one challenge. And then um, I put it in the wrong way, so I had to switch it around. Then I had to make sure it goes through the holes the right way. Then, then stuff was just failing on me. I had to do a brand new set of holes. I had to plug in the other ones that I made a mess of. And, uh, it, you know, it took me a while to overcome that. And, you know, I'm, I'm just like, man, how could you really fail at putting up blinds? Like, this is crazy. But these are some of the things that happen when you're trying to get things done. Uh, and if you don't have a positive attitude about failing, you know, about things going wrong it'll take you a while to get over it how do you handle some of those simple things of life that just don't go the way you thought it should you thought you should get somewhere a certain way and traffic failed on you uh we are in a uh, a real time uh where even you feel like your government is failing on you or the federal government or Whoever, you feel like people are failing on you because people are dying or or you might be wondering, should I walk out the house and risk getting this virus? And will I fail at uh, bringing it back home to my family? What will happen? We are scared of failure um, in a lot of ways. We're, We're scared. You know, we were told as kids, you know, when when it's time to go out and uh Uh, get your schoolwork in and and do well in school. Well, I I can't lie. I was not the top uh, student in my class. And, you know, I struggled through math. I struggled through some of the subjects. I remember my teacher in sixth grade pulled me to the desk and said, Phil, I know you could do better. Uh, And if you don't, we're going to have real big problems. And I tell you what, I had to get myself together because, you know, I wasn't failing, but I was failing in her eyes. And I had to really get myself together and pull myself together. And that was the first time somebody ever challenged me in school because, you know, at that time I really wasn't doing that bad. But somebody had to challenge me how to get better, how to move forward. And, uh, you know, it, it, it takes a challenge. It takes some time to really get things together. And maybe you're thinking through your life, man, where did I fail? Where did I go wrong? Uh, maybe you're a parent and, you know, you're a father and you're wondering, hey, how do I get stronger at this? Um, you know, I'm, I'm also a person who's been through a divorce. I understand failure in relationships. I, I, I'm a person who, is, who has gone through some stuff where I'm like, how did I get here? How did I get here? I failed in finances at some point. And, uh, but however, the, the, the task, every time I found a way to get back up. I found a way to fail forward, and that is what we want to talk about today. How do you fail forward? Let's talk about some things. First, expect failure. Wrong expectations lead to great disappointment, I once read, and I believe it. If you don't understand that failure is to come, like you're you're gonna do something wrong, you're gonna go wrong in some direction, it's going to happen to you. Expect failure. Have uh, I'm not saying have low expectations of yourself. Just have realistic expectations. I've learned this, um, and you know through time of really learning how to be a homeowner and how to really get into fixing things in the home. I learn uh, some things. I fix things and I also break things. I can break things with the best of them. I can shatter some things. I can make some things go wrong while I'm trying to fix it. Uh, you know, I've learned how to be realistic with myself going into a task that I'm learning. Hey, thank you YouTube for training me on some things that I've taken some tips from. I've learned some things, but I've learned from my mistakes. So the the reality of failing forward is to expect failure, meaning that expect some things might go wrong. Not that you're striving for it, but just expect some things might not work out the way that you thought it would. And then you'll have some ways to overcome that. Because when you start realizing, okay, this is not the end of the world. This is not uh, you know, the last thing that will happen. Well, guess what? You know, um, things will work out because you will find the solution. So that's my second point. Find the solution. Not everything you start with is the best thing. Not everything that you design is the best thing. Not everything that you have worked on construction with has been the best things, but you have to learn how to find the solution. And I try to teach my kids that thing, that same thing. Uh, The same thing of finding the solution when you learn to find a solution You don't get stuck in the mud you you start working your way out of a situation You start working your way out and working your way into the solution Sometimes it takes time it takes time to find that solution. It takes time to really um, work it out, but once you worked out the solution You have found yourself to be a lot more productive in doing that because along the way, you have learned a lot more. Along the way, you have learned how to be successful. You have learned how to succeed. You have learned that this went wrong 10 ways, but guess what? I've learned 10 ways this doesn't work, but I've learned how it's going to make it work. And we can read all the books from good to great. Failing forward, we can read all the quotes of Thomas Edison and how long it took him to really get the light situation going. Uh, You'll learn about Michael Jordan, they've been playing uh, uh, his life on ESPN. You learn that failing forward is a gift, it is a task. So the first thing is have realistic expectations of your life. The second thing is find the solution. When you can find the solution, You won't stay in arguments too long. You you know people want to argue; they just want to keep going on and on with arguments. But you're like, hey, listen, we can argue about this all day. What's the solution to this issue? Do you want to find a solution? Some people will want to stay in uh, uh, anger; they want to stay in bitterness. But the reality is, they're not looking for the solution. So guess what? There are times where you've got to realize, hey, listen. Let me go find the solution to my problems. Let me go to find a solution to what I'm dealing with. Because if I don't find the solution, hey, guess what's going to happen? (laughs) I'm going to be stuck uh, in failure. I will be stuck in failure if I don't get up and find a solution to my problem. So the, the third thing you want to do in failing forward is look forward. Look forward to doing it again. I'm also a pastor. Let me admit, not every sermon is hitting. Not every sermon meets the criteria of the amens and hallelujah. I'm sure the Holy Spirit has worked through me. I'm sure the Holy Spirit has has worked in somebody's life, and it's not about me. But I, I'll be honest, some days I just don't feel like I had what I needed. And and but there's the next, there's the next Sabbath to come to, there's the next day to get to get back to riding, get back up again. Look forward when you're failing forward. Looking forward means that, hey, listen, you know what? I learned this thing didn't go right. So let me look at how I can make it right. And I guarantee if you try to find the solution, you will be looking forward towards the solution. You'll be looking forward. But a lot of times, men, we like to look back We like to look back in the past. And that's where we get stuck in anger. That's where we get stuck being the angry man. We get stuck looking in the past. Get this. Your parents probably failed along the way. Your parents probably failed at their marriage. They probably failed at their relationship. And now you're holding them accountable because your relationship is failing right now. You're holding somebody else accountable because of the choices you make. The reality is a failing forward. Everybody has to get back up. Your parents have to get back up. Your father has to get back up. Your mother has to get back up. You've got to learn to get back up. So things didn't work out the way you thought it should. And now you have held people accountable with your anger, with your bitterness. Get over it. Learn to look forward. Learn to look to better days. I guarantee if you don't look forward, guess what's going to happen? Those same mistakes that you're holding everybody else accountable for, you will be making or you are already making. Look forward. Look beyond your mistakes. Look beyond your failure. It's okay to fail. I've, I've really got to teach people. And as a matter of fact, as a leader... You've got to uh, understand that some projects are new that you're trying to get done, and everybody's so scared of failing. Oh no, that's not going to work. Oh no, you know, and and everybody gets up in arms when you're you're trying to be an entrepreneur or you're trying to be a leader of a a group of people, and they say, and and everybody knows what is not going to work, but nobody is really talking about the solution of how to make it work. We have we have spent more time in conversation on what is not going to work, then trying to figure out how to make it work. And, I'm, and, and and sometimes I get baffled at this. Like, okay, so if it doesn't work and we know it's not going to work, then let's move on to something that does work. But let us not get stuck in the same thing that's not working so that we can move forward and find the solution to something that is working. Something eventually will work. Something eventually, if you are working hard at your craft, if you are working hard at your career, if you are working hard at your business, men, it's going to work. Look forward. Look forward. Forget about the things that did not work. I have have failed totally at IKEA shelves, straight up, no no matter how much directions I pay attention to. I fail at IKEA shelves, it, and it could be the smallest detail, and I'll end up having to disassemble it back to like step two, and then go back and put it back together. Uh, and I'll be honest, I'm going to blame Ikea for this because their pictures aren't necessarily exact. Their, their pictures aren't necessarily saying, okay, uh, this is exactly the way it looks. No, 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 no. I'm looking at that picture on Ikea, and that picture on Ikea is not looking the way that it, that it looks in reality. It is looking a little different. I, you know, I don't know if it's translation from where Ikea was created to here. I don't know, but I know that there are many times I have totally failed. I have like chipped my, my my dresser. I've had to go to Walmart and Home Depot and find those markers, those those furniture markers, and then mark it up, hoping nobody pays attention to those small little details that I failed at. But eventually, hours later, I probably binged on a Netflix show, uh, you know, trying to get this done. Listen to podcasts and listen to sports radio. I love WFAN sports radio so I'll, I'll listen to that for a little bit. I'll listen to a podcast. I will get the task done. So that's your fourth that's your fourth point. Get the task done. Look forward and get it done. So you fail you might even have to go back. you know how many times I've been back to Lowe's you know how many times I've I, I thought I had the right part and I've had to turn around and drive right back to Lowe's for the next one. It, it, it's alarming. It's alarming how many times I've had to be like, ah, this is not the right part. And, and, and you can tell your friends, you can tell people, they'd be like, well, why didn't you do this? Why don't you take a picture of this? Yeah. You learn along the way, take a picture of something so you can bring it with you. And then you find that you got the right part, but that wasn't the real problem. You got the right part, it was not the real problem. After doing some researching, after having some friends come by, take a look at it, after just spending a bunch of time, you realize that part wasn't even the problem. Your problem was a whole nother situation and a whole different situation and now you have got to totally just throw the part out, throw the whole assembly out and buy a brand new one. Ah! Frustrating. Frustration. Failure can be frustrating. Growing up in the 80s and the 90s, my dad would constantly get these cars um, that needed fixing. They they came in needing fixing. And, and dad had learned how to fix cars. He was not a mechanic, but he learned how to fix. He spent a lot of time under that hood. Um, even when he didn't know what he was doing he was under that hood until he figured it out my dad got me out of many jams with my car i can't even lie uh and you know he he helped me fix a whole bunch of stuff and you know i I, i'm not a mechanic and i'm not under the hood like my dad was but what i did learn is his perseverance his ability to keep looking forward his ability to keep doing it until He either couldn't do it and had to go to the mechanic anyway, or figured out a way. I tell you what, I was uh, freshman year in college at Oakwood College then, Oakwood University now. And I had this Mustang. It was me and my boy, Kobe, driving. All right. And um, I had this 81 Mustang. Now, I got this 81 Mustang from uh, an auction. I was, uh, I'll give you a fun fact. The job I was working at that time was an ice cream truck driver. Yes, an ice cream truck driver. I may have to do a podcast based on the ice cream truck driving experience, but I made a little money and the person that hired me for this ice cream truck Uh, you know said hey I'll take you to an auction and and we'll look at some cars and I knew nothing about an auction matter of fact this car I, I saw I had my eyes on it was the Mustang I got it the car didn't work the car was basically a shell I took it home to my dad and say here here's the car I don't really remember what his reaction was but you know he was very patient with me looked at it it was okay now, my dad was one, He, you know, he's happy to work on a new project. So his son brings home a brand new project. By the time he's finished with that car, I got a 5.0 engine in there. I've got some super-duper tires on there. I've got some nice rims. I mean, this car, if I had this car today, I would still love it. I'm telling you, I loved my Mustang, my 1981 Mustang. Uh, and I drove it around for some time and got used to it. Now. It's time to go to school It's time to go back now. I had been in school for a semester It's winter time and now I'm ready to go back to school however I'm Driving this car now my dad says there's one glitch in the car if it stops on you just take this pipe And and, and jingle this and turn on the car again. I'm like, okay, Cool, me, I, you know, I'm not thinking anything major. Just do what you got to do, man. We got to New Jersey. We were in New York. We got to New Jersey, and that car started breaking down on us. And I did the whole thing, got the crowbar, and I went in there, kick, 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 and we turned the car on. My friend and I finally suggested, like, hey, listen, man. I don't want this car freezing on us midway to Alabama. It was Huntsville, Alabama we were traveling to. This is about a 16-hour journey. Let me tell you something. We never turned off the car. We kept that car going all the way to Huntsville, Alabama. If I had to go to the bathroom, he stayed in the car, and he had to go to the bathroom, I stayed in the car. We filled the tank up, and we kept going. We never turned that car off. That car took us all the way. Now, get this. The car took us all to all the way to the school. It started slowing down when we got to Huntsville. And then when we got to the school, the car I, I got in the parking lot, parked the car and the car shut down. That was it for the car. And I'm like, "Man, I just got this car. I couldn't use it for most of the semester." Uh, you want to hear the funny part? Finally got the car fixed. Now I'm driving back home. My sister comes for uh, the school graduation. We go because our friend is graduating. And we are in the car. My friend is driving his car. So he's driving alone. I'm driving with my sister. We've got my car packed to the rim with my stuff from school because we're going home for the summer. This car is taking us. But then my boy gets tired and he smashes his car. His car is just totally total. He hit a Corvette. He hit uh, another truck. To make it worse, because he had his license and license plate in Alabama's registration, they didn't require insurance at that time. I know how he survived the crash. He survived the crash. uh, And how do I know that he even crashed? I didn't see him crash. Actually, I'm driving and I'm seeing a, a red car behind me. And as we are driving, uh, this truck driver comes next to me and honks on, er, er, and, and he's looking at me and he's making the crash sa- sign, crash, crash. And I'm like, for real? I look back. That's not my boy's car. Automatically, I know. Some reason the, the truck driver knew. I don't know if it was an angel. I don't know if he noticed that we were traveling together. I just know I got off on, um, the divider went across it. Came back. It was a uh, it was a big to do. It was big crash. Drove up. I'm screaming his name. Yo, where you at? Finally, he comes out. He's like, Hey man, I'm fine. But everything's totaled. How did you survive that? He survived his crash. He survived. He fell asleep at the wheel. We had to pack his stuff in my car. Well, needless to say, and I'll keep this short. My car never made it past Virginia. Because the car not only broke down, the car totally died, the engine died, it blew, Uh, the gasket blew, everything just went haywire. It took me from Monday when we left till Friday to get to New York. I, I, I wish I had enough time to tell you. My mother had to meet us in D.C., go back to my car in Virginia with her Dodge Stealth. Now, this was a pretty brand new car. This Dodge Stealth... Made it to Virginia. We packed my stuff in the Dodge still. Me and my mother driving back, the car is overheating. Now we don't know, and I'm not a mechanic. I don't know what's going on with this car. Car is overheating. Now I got mother car problems. And, and we took it to one shop. This shop didn't know. This shop, we started using up all our AAA plus. Uh, we were in tow trucks for like a couple of days until we finally got it to a Dodge dealer. And it was like day three. Uh, And for me, it was about day five when the mechanic realized, oh, it's this thermostat, you know, just take it out and you can drive home. My mother spent so much. She spent all of her tax money on that experience. We learned how to fail forward. We finally got home. I left Huntsville on Monday. We got home on Friday. I've just been through a lot. I've just been through a lot of crazy mistakes, crazy situations that I couldn't control. I've been through a lot, but I've learned how to fail forward. Now, I, I own my failures. That might be my last point. Own your failures, because if you don't recognize that failure is inevitable and you don't find the solution, well, you won't do that until you actually own your failures. Own. hey, I messed up. My bad. That's what repentance is for. That is what asking forgiveness is for. And not only must you learn how to ask for forgiveness, you must learn to forgive yourself and you must learn to forgive others. Man, we, we've got to get into this forgiveness thing. But it all correlates. Learning how to fail forward is learning how to forgive yourself, how to not really dwell on the mistake. Now, I dwell on the mistakes, I so go crazy. And, you know, I, I want to pound some things or I want to say some things. But at the end of the day, I can't live in the failure. Failure is that—that that anger. That's that's for that moment. That frustration is for that moment. I've got to get up. I've, I've I've successfully put in blinds. It took me some more time than I'm. I'm really embarrassed to say it took me so much time to put up some blinds. I've I've painted about four different rooms, and I know I have to go back to some of them and and tweak some things that I did wrong. And you know, I I, I learned. And guess what? When you start learning a new craft, you're not going to get everything right, but you're going to learn how to make it succeed. You're going to learn how to bounce back. I have have failed at some things that has uh, pretty much stalled my career. I've failed at some things that has not taken me where I want to be financially. But every time I've learned how to bounce back. I've learned how to find the solution. I've learned how to overcome the circumstance. I've learned how not to beat myself up even though I can be the best at beating myself up. I'm learning how to orchestrate success out of failure. And I wanna let you know today that you can orchestrate success out of your failure. I remember somebody was asking uh, Dave Chappelle, you know, what happened? Why did you go away so long? And and, and how do you feel about failing at that career? And he's like, man, listen, failure is education. Failure is education. And still came out more successful than when he went in. Success comes at the education of failure. Don't ever forget that. Success comes at at the opportunity of failing at something you you learn so many ways how not to do something now you have figured out a brand new solution that's what research is for that's what really going and studying things is for that's why going back to school is for that's what Uh, you know, sticking maybe after the midnight hour is for. That means getting up earlier in the morning to figure things out for. You've got to learn how to figure things out. I am learning, I'm still learning how to figure some things out. And one of the things that, and this is my final point, this is my final point. I will not fear. I will not fear. Get rid of fear. Because if you fear to fail, You will never succeed. Why? Because you will keep fearing how to move forward. You'll keep fearing how to do something new and how to do something better. You'll fear to negotiate better. You will fear how to run your money better. You will fear how to run your family better. You will fear how to even pray better. Get rid of fear in all of this. Fear has no place in failing forward. Fail often. Fail But whatever you do, fail forward. Let that education move you to the future. Let that education move you to where you need to be. It's okay. You you know, somebody, I got to be the best. uh, I got to be the best at this. No, be the best at you. Not be the better. You know, you have your competitors. That's what your SWOT analysis is for. That's what your whole uh, study of your competitors. Yeah, yeah, you do have that. But be the best version of you. And that's it. Stop fearing to do something new. Do something that scares you every day. Do something that totally, and and I tell you, cooking is my thing. Cooking is my thing. I fear to cook. I thank God for a wife that knows how to cook so that on my failing days of cooking, I, I, I have a backup plan. I have a backup plan. But I tell you what, I fear to get in the kitchen and cook. I try. In fact, my daughters, they, they tell me they like my cooking somehow, but I fear to get in that kitchen uh, kitchen and, and I fear to come up with some new recipes and do something new. I try every now and then, and I know I totally fail. I still fail today. But guess what? It's up to me to get over my fear. I fear learning a new language, like Spanish, like my father's from Honduras. I pretty much got Spanish in my blood. Uh, and, 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 I'm, and when I hang around folk that speak Spanish, I get even more embarrassed because they, they laugh at me on my attempts to try. But it's up to me to get over my fear of learning a new language. It's up to me to get over my fear of cooking. I, it's up to me to get over my fear of fixing certain things without messing things up. And then you'll have to also encourage somebody how to fail forward. Teach your kids how to fail forward. Teach your spouses, help your spouses fail forward. It's okay. You will fail at some things. You're not gonna be perfect at everything. But you will succeed. You will find success. You will find it. Find that solution. Be the best at you. Get over fear. I will not fear. I will move forward. Thank you everybody for watching The Anchored Voice. This is a podcast helping men to Anchor Life. Thank you for listening to The Anchored Voice. For the video edition of this, subscribe to our YouTube channel, McGuire ENTV. For audio, listen on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Stitcher. Until next time, stay anchored.